0: Hey there, welcome to the new Lighthouse Human Design Podcast with me, Corinne Elliott. And here we're going to be having some soulful conversations and solo musings of mine on all things spirituality, life, writing, entrepreneurship, and of course, human design. So we're here to discover who we came here to be here on this planet and to confidently become the highest, most authentic expression of ourselves. So I'm going to help you find out how you can do that. So go ahead and grab a cup of tea and join the journey. And also don't forget to subscribe here on iTunes And so this is a new remake of my former podcast called the Zenfem podcast. And we have some other episodes that you want to, you might want to look into. The first one being uh, talking about kind of seeing that we already have everything we need to shine um, right here, right now. The second episode is about, it's an interview with uh, Lauren Robertson, the author of the book medium in Manolo's so if you think that you might have mediumistic abilities, go ahead and check that out. It's a super awesome interview with her um, talking about her book and so for the third episode we have um, an episode that I did uh, on my own called What in the World are the Akashic Records? So these were all done in 2017 or 2018 I think the last one was done in 2018 and these are kind of representative of the background, the various things that I, uh, healing modalities and, and all of that good stuff that I have in my uh, toolkit. And so we're now going to be talking about human design specifically here. um, And also we're going to be talking about some other things like Um, the Akashic Records, of course, and Yoga Nidra, and forest bathing, and all the fun things that I love to do. Um, But, you know, my brand is really all about helping women um, become confident in being themselves. And first, we have to really find out what ourselves really looks like. And so there are a lot of things that I've looked into as far as, you know, I studied a lot on Carl Jung and the archetypes and all of the Myers-Briggs and, um, you know, different kinds of personality typing systems and whatnot. And I love, 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 I still love those, those systems and love to take a look and take quizzes and all of that, and I definitely have certain archetypes that I really, really resonate with, and I talk about that on my website as well. And the one thing that I felt like was kind of um, underlying was the fact that we may resonate, we 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 may resonate with certain personality types or archetypes um, based on who we're being. But we might we might not be um, representing who we actually came here to be here on on Earth, just yet. So we kind of change our archetypes throughout our lifetime as we move back into the person that we came here to be. And I found that human design is really our soul's unique energy blueprint. It shows us who we came here to be, and. And then looking further into our human design, we can see how we can actually become who we came here to be. And so it's, you know, this whole in-depth system that I've really been happy to, you know, um, share more about and I've dive in, dive in, I've dove, dove deep into (laughs) that, um, so much ever since um, I had my first reading and that was about three years ago. And it's funny because I had my first reading and I think so it was about three years ago. And when I had this reading, I totally was just like, I have no idea what the heck you're talking about. I don't know if the person actually knew what they were talking about um, when they read it. It It was very surface level and I didn't really like it. And it's because it showed that I was totally not living in alignment with my design. And so I kind of blew it off when I first got my reading and I was like, okay, I'm just going to move on with my life and do what I want, whatever. And then I just had this nagging feeling in the back of my mind, like this is how, like, this is my, my, my default is to, is to, is to feel this way, the way that it showed me in my, in my human design chart. And I, I just kind of, because I've been so conditioned to live a certain way, to be a certain way, I, um, I resisted the hell out of it. And, and I still just you know, finally came back to it again and again and I was like, okay, this makes so much sense and it feels so much better when I when I started to try to do the things that um, the human design system suggests that you can do to live in uh, alignment with your design. And so it brought me to this place of just diving deep into it and really learning more about it and it's been so great. So... Just to give you an idea of what human design actually is, it's a so there's a person that downloaded this whole he had a you know a channeling over the a period of eight days and his name was Ra Uruhu, and he downloaded this whole um, system that is a collab like a culmination or a collaboration or um, I guess a merging of several different types of systems that we know of now. And so that includes um, astrology. It includes the Chinese I Ching. And there is also the um, Kabbalah's tree of life and the Hindu chakra system. So all of these things come together to form human design, and there's several different aspects of each thing that go into human design, and we'll be diving all into all of that here on this podcast. And so human design is really, um, it helps you discover who you came here to be and how to confidently become it. And it teaches you how to live in alignment with your design so that you can Um, discover your life purpose, your dharma, your unique gifts and strengths. And um, you learn how to um, make decisions so that you can uh, create more abundance in your life and uh, how to interact with others and create better relationships with other people. And so it even teaches you, you know, what kind of environment you thrive in and what kind of foods that that are better for you so that you can stay healthy and vibrant. And it really answers so many questions about yourself that you might've had throughout your life or any questions that you've been having or searching for the answers to for a long time. And I really think that knowing this stuff um, creates so much clarity that it kind of cuts out years and years and years of trial and error and guessing. And it's a way for us to get to know ourselves deeper. And like I've said before, one of our purposes here on earth is to get to know ourselves and who we are so that we can really feel who we are and so that we can express ourselves as who we really are. So I'm super excited to share more about that. So I will just go ahead and tell you ahead of time that this podcast is going to be super casual. I'm recording this in my bedroom right now. There might be sounds that you hear in the background, and that's just how this is going to roll. (laughs) So, but I'm also going to be having some conversations and doing some readings, and that's going to be fun. But so let me just tell you ahead of time, um, just there are five different types in human design. So you know how when you look at like the Myers-Briggs, you have all these different INFJ and INFP and ENFP and all of that. Um, We in human design have five different types. And so the first type that I'm going to talk about is the projector type. And that is my type. I'm a projector. The first time I heard that my type was projector. I was like, what? You know, like projecting, that doesn't sound that cool, whatever. But after I've, you know, learned so much more about this, <laughs> I've realized that being a projector means being a light worker. And I call it being a lighthouse. And that's why this podcast is called The Lighthouse. And so the strategy of the projector is. So the strategy means the decision-making tool, right? And the strategy of the projector is waiting for the invitation. So when we're not waiting for the invitation, we're kind of pushing and we're taught to like go out and get what we want. And that's just kind of the world we live in. And when we're not waiting for the invitation, we're not waiting to be invited into Um, giving our guidance which is what projectors are really great at or shining our light on things Uh, we tend to experience our not self theme which is bitterness so we get really better and so I'd like to reframe this a little bit because waiting for the invitation for a lot of projectors feels super disempowering and I would really love to create you know more awareness around a in a, a more empowering way of looking at how we can how we can do this. So waiting around for the invitation doesn't necessarily mean sitting around passively doing nothing and just waiting. So I looked at it when I first heard this waiting for the invitation thing as I'm just giving my power away. Why would I want to do that? Why would I want to wait for someone else to finally recognize me and see that I'm worthy or whatever for this invitation. And I realized that as projectors, we'll go into a lot more depth uh, depth about this, but um, if you're a projector, you might resonate with this. (laughs) As projectors, we're non-energy beings. So we don't have our own um, energy generator. Like we don't have any, we have an undefined sacral chakra. Uh, a sacral center. So we're non-energy beings. So we um, receive energy from uh, outside of ourselves. So for us to go out and put our energy reserves into things, um, that drains us completely, unless we're invited to do so by energy beings, right? energy beings that want our help and have the energy reserves to give us in return. So that energy, the energy reserves could mean, uh, money, for example. Um, if, if with, with other people's energy reserves that they're willing to give us, that they're inviting us to give our guidance and, and give our light to with those reserves, we have a lot more to work with. So I like to, I'd like to use the lighthouse analogy and the lighthouse analogy basically says like, Um, this is my analogy. Um, so I say (laughs) that, um, as lighthouses, we need energy, we need fuel to shine, right? So we want people to say, okay, here's the fuel for the lighthouse so that you can, so that I can receive your guidance on my, to get my, to get home, to find my way home. So you can't expect the lighthouse to, shine and provide light for you if you're not giving it fuel, right? So that's how we can f- determine which invitations are the correct ones. So we do have power over you know which invitations we accept and which ones we don't. So we'll be looking at that later as well. But I, so this is a, a very empowering uh, perspective I think. We are lighthouses, we're light workers, we're guides, we are seers. we are, able to um, provide wisdom and so for others to invite us into giving that wisdom and guidance and that light and giving us energy in order to do that then that's how that's the perfect exchange we can teach and there are other different types that need this, that need this guidance because they have their own gifts too. And for us to direct and guide them to give their gifts in the world, then that's how there's like this whole symbiotic relationship. So let's move on to the other types and I'll talk about the other types more in other in new episodes as well. But I just wanted to give um, a more empowering perspective around being a projector because this is like what I hear so much about projectors and the struggles that they have. So the next type I want to talk about is the generator. And there are two types of generators. There's a generator and there's a manifesting generator. And a generator is a an energy being. So they have their own sac- defined sacral center. So they are meant to um, do their their the work that they're passionate about in this world and they're meant to create because they have the energy to do that. So when a generator is empowered, they're able to work for long periods of time. When they're not feeling empowered or when they're doing something that, that, that doesn't really light them up, then they can burn out. And so the strategy for the generator is to wait to respond. So that might be hard, like the idea of waiting might be hard for a generator. However, if they see a need in the world, if they see a need in someone else, if they see a need just in general, then their response to that need is either or a visceral yes or no response. And they're meant to follow through on the visceral yes response. So they're not meant to initiate. They're meant to follow through. So if you're a generator and you're having problems um, manifesting what you want, it may be because you're initiating on things and not seeing a ne- a clear need and responding with a visceral yes to to that need. You might be um, trying to initiate and follow through on the wrong things. So that is a generator. The manifesting generator is basically another type of generator. So similar kind of vibes, right? Um, but they have the additional aspect of being like a manifester, which is another type. And some not-self themes for um, the generator is frustration. So when they're, when they're not living according to their design, they experience frustration. And the manifesting generator can experience frustration and anger. Um, the difference between a manifesting generator and a generator is the manifesting generator has to wait for the response you know um, do what the visceral yes response says they should be doing and then they need to inform they need to inform others of what they're doing and the reason why is because they often just kind of um, try to do whatever, uh, comes up in their mind, what their mind says that they should do or what they think they should be doing or what, what feels good for them to be doing, which is not, which is a great thing. I think that they should be doing what feels good, but they need to be responding to a need. And so, um, when they just start acting and mani- and start manifesting and creating because they get these constant impulses, um, they, they need to be, um, informing others of what they're doing. That way they don't experience that frustration and anger. And so let's move on to the manifester because that'll give you a little bit more clarity as far as manifesting generators go as well. So the manifester is also a non-energy being. They don't have that defined sacral center, but they are super creative and they're super inspired and they need to just take action and they can initiate. They don't have to wait for anything. They can just go out there and like, and do whatever lights them up and feels good. And so they might just, dis- they might, they're kind of like a trial and error kind of being. So um, if they go out there and try something and it doesn't feel good, then they might they might not follow through. So their, their tool, their, um, I guess, strength isn't necessarily in the follow through. It might be finding something that, that they love, initiating it, having the vision, and all of that, and then delegating the, um, the work to a generator who has the energy to follow through on, on something. And their not-self theme is the anger. So when they're kind of not informing people of what they're doing, and they're just going out there and doing things, and um, people tend to, like, uh, tr- want to want um, to control the manifestor because the- they see that that they're doing all of these things and they're like, what are you doing? And they get nervous around, you know, like parents might have manifesting kids and they're like, what are you doing? And so this kind of frustrates the manifester because they're just kind of in creative flow and they're on a roll and they're, they don't have time to stop and explain what they're doing. And this kind of makes them angry. So that's their not self theme is anger. So the, the way for them to get around that is to inform others of what they're doing. So the manifesting generator has this this generator side, but they also need to inform people as well because when they're in that creative flow and they're doing all the things and people are like, what are you doing? Um, it, it takes that anger of like pe- feeling like people are trying to control them away. And then finally we have the reflector and the reflector is a completely... Um, I guess clean slate, so to speak. So they don't have any. They have all of their centers are completely open. They don't have any definition there, and so they're just reflecting back to us. They're reflecting back what you know, uh, what's going on in the world. So for for us to have a reflector around, they're only one percent of the population. By by the way, so they're super rare. Um, for it, us to know a reflector that's happy and excited and lit up and healthy, then that's a reflection of, of the community that's surrounding that person. So that's a reflection of a healthy community, a healthy, it might be a reflection of a healthy relationship with, with you or that you're healthy and happy and lit up and excited. And so they're like a mirror. They are, so they take on the energy and all of their centers from the world around them. And they show us what's really going on. And so they don't have a, an inner authority. They kind of have to like talk things through with other people, bounce ideas off of other people. And they usually are like manifestors in the way that they um, just have to try things out and see um, what works for them and what doesn't and whether they like it or not. And their their um, strategy is to wait for 28 days be- before making a decision on something. And so they're lunar beings. So they have to wait for a full moon cycle in order to make a decision. And this really helps them because they have so much going on and they're, you know, they're taking in all of this energy and this data all the time for them to wait for 28 days before they make any decisions on, on taking action on something. It really um, creates more of a grounding for them and, some, and helps them to really work out what's actually going to work for them. So that's just kind of a super general overview of the different design types. There are different archetypes within those five types. And there are so many different other things that we could look into as far as um, your type. And this is just a general overview. Um, You can definitely go ahead and discover your type on in the show notes. I'll go ahead and um, link that up there at Jovian Archive. And you'll be able to find out more on my website at thezenfem.co as well. So I'm so excited to, to release this first podcast to you. I can't even say how excited I am. <laughs> I just had to like get on here and get it done because um, I've been getting so many questions already from people and uh, I've been doing some readings from people that have questions, and the most thing, the most um, questions that I've been getting so far have been about projectors, and so that's why I wanted to dive deeper into how we can look at being a projector in a more empowering way, and I would love to do that as well with the generator and the manifesting generator because we have such a hard time with the idea that we need to wait, right? Because in this world, we've been conditioned to believe that we shouldn't wait for anything. And and it's so hard to let go and wait for what's really right for us, and as well as reflectors. I mean... 28 days is a long time to wait. So the idea of that is probably pretty daunting to a lot of reflectors. Um, but there's, there are more empowering ways and reasons why we are doing that. And when you're actually living in alignment with your design, with your strategy, then um, you can experience so much more abundance. And I'm already experiencing that just by, um, you know, just by, like consciously trying to live more in alignment with my design and using my strategy and waiting for the invitation and realizing um, my strengths and my gifts and, and knowing that I'm actually a light house and that I have the light. I just need that fuel, right? I need to be invited to um, give my guidance with a, in exchange for this, this fuel that I need to do it. So let me know and Send me a a DM on Instagram, actually. My Instagram handle is the Zen Femme, and I'd love to hear from you which human design type you are. Are you a projector? Are you a manifesting generator? Are you a generator? Are you a reflector? And um, definitely follow me there, and I'll be giving you updates as far as uh, new episodes that are coming out. And let me know any questions that you might have about human design in Instagram in the Instagram DM as well. So thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and I will see you on the next episode. Sending you so much love. Bye.